Moses said, Lord, uh, who did I, who did I uh, tell him? He said, he said, just tell him, I am sent to Well, well. Uh, Lord, the Old Testament concealed, the New Testament revealed, and the Old Testament, he says, tell him I am. And then Jesus came and died going down the list. Yeah. I'm the way, the truth, and the light. I am. I am the light of the world. I am, I am the door. Yeah. I am the good shepherd. I, I mean, yeah. I, I am. I am. We want to talk about this morning. Yeah. Uh, the whole purpose of our, our coming together this morning is to give us a closer glimpse of the God who saved us and the Lord who's keeping us and plan out our future, and so we don't put our plan in front of Him. Father, as we bow in prayer this morning, help us to do just that. Help us to keep our eyes stayed on You. Help us, Lord, to understand what you want for our lives. But help us, Lord, to put on the top of our agenda to get to know you more. I don't know what it took, Lord, for the uh, whole idea of Enoch. But he didn't have the Holy Spirit abiding in him like we have. But your word says that he walked with you. Yes. And then one day, one day, he wasn't here anymore. Lord, thank you that as close as he got to you, you are opening the door for all of us to do the same. Because we, we are yours. And so as we consider our time together to help us to understand this, raise your faith in this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, of course, our, our theme for this morning is... Uh, he knows our name. I think that that is so important that uh, let's keep this in mind. If God didn't want you, he wouldn't have created you. Okay, everybody with that? If you're not important to God, he would have never created you. You'd still be a bunch of nothing with no sense. You just be nothing. But God created each one of us. Want us to really get to know Him. So in our introduction, as we continue our doctrine of God, study theology 101, it's imperative that we understand God's heart as He created us to live with Him forever. Look at the principle of life. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs what? The spirit. The pattern. The spirit of man is the land of the Lord. God has a tendency to look down into our soul. And they will talk about that. The process. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and more and the discerning the thoughts intentions of the heart. It is very important for us to have an intimate relationship in the knowledge of God. He loves us with a love that seems to be incomprehensible. Hallelujah. It's amazing. Eternal and perfect for us to know and enjoy Him forever. God created you and me to hang out and enjoy Him the more we become aware and responsible to this important fact will greatly enhance our life 
and strengthen our core values. That's that word again. Strengthen our core values. On the next slide, then we go to the whole idea of the introduction of the verse. In the introduction of the verse, you're going to find, of course, my uh, talk to you this morning. I'm going to read this verse, and I'm probably not never get back to this verse. Why is that? It's so much in between the last uh, verses here, and then we'll pick this up next week. So there is a part two. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. let's just deal with part one. Yeah. But but here I'll read the last verse that we're going to pick up next week. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in a way everlasting. These verses will greatly, will greatly enhance our understanding of God who knows our frame. Let us follow David's observation of God in this delicate uh, forming and intricate uh, interaction with his created beings. And so again, we'll pick that part up a little bit later. But here's the outline. This is why I said there are five of them up there. Number one, it stirs up a deeper relationship with God. See, we're explaining five to being explained by this first four. It is an intricate process. The next, he observed the omnipresence, present everywhere of God. David considered the intricate details of his being created. Then he had a tremendous, it had a tremendous impact on his life. Now, these are the five that we're dealing with this morning. And so let's, let's start with the first one. And when we deal with the first one, it says, it stirred up a deeper relationship with God. When he says, he knows my name, Remember in the last week we talked about the whole idea of, uh, of God, capital G, capital O, R, and D, all in caps, and we talked about Elohim, yes. that God created us, let us make man. He knows what it says, make man, because he already created the earth and said, make man, he made him out of the dust, so, so he made man, Elohim, that's him. But when you look at the word Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, you're talking about Yahweh, Yahweh. and you're talking about Jehovah. Jehovah. When you talk about Jehovah, here is the Elohim yeah. now interacting with man. And so here David is saying, here's what's happening. He said, I want to break this open to you. When God, who created me, yeah. says, now I'm in the glimpse of God, and is blowing me away. It's literally blowing me away. So he goes on. Oh Lord. Now see it wasn't like um, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Okay, well let's get the everybody said, ready? Oh Lord. Oh, oh, you know when you somebody give you something that you've been looking for for a long time and you say, Oh Lord, thank you. You know? That's, and that's what David is. And his goodness now and his time with God. And he's, you know, no doubt, him seeing God, whether high and lifted up, I don't know. Yeah. But he just said that relationship is, oh, Lord. Yahweh, yeah, yes. He said, you have searched me and known me. Look at the verse. Two facts were revealed in this verse. It was a thorough search. And he's, he's going to break that out. He said, you have searched me, which means, he didn't say you're searching me. He said the past tense. You have searched me. In other words, you know everything about me. There's nothing that will shock you. 
It was a complete knowledge which leaves zero room for surprises. Right. There's nothing that you think or do that surprises God. But the things that we think and do will either please Him or break His heart. So don't think that there's, there's don't hide anything from the Lord because He knows it already. Well, the psalmist says, "Well, I'm beginning to hear myself." I'm convinced that He knows our name. Of course, we're going to get a new name in glory, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right now, you know, uh, Joe, Joe, and whatever the names are going on, you know. Um, New name. But he's going to give us a new name. Hallelujah. Learning keeps, back, keeps us from the pit of grace. He does not need our advice, opinions, or doubts, etc. Just obey him. Amen. Amen. Then secondly, it is an intricate process. He knows our name, and David says, I listen. I, I said, oh Lord, you have certainly know. Let me explain the intricate process that's involved here. And so he goes on. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You stretch out my path and my line down and I'm acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, before I even say it, Behold, no, look at this. Oh, Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and laid your hand upon me. Notice what that looked like, you know. You got your ear, you got your ear, you got your ear in God's hand. Don't you understand? <laughs> it's, it's almost like a, a, a baby who wants to do all these other things, but a loving parent just holds on to the child. God has you, and God will, the moment you accept Jesus Christ, yes. you will, you will never drop you, yes. never perish. Yeah. You're in the hands yeah. of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. But that's all. He has the whole world in his hands. And in the course of him having the whole world in his hands, he has us especially in his hands. Thank you, Jesus. And he knows our name. Hallelujah. That when in your lonely hours, in those frustrating moments, you want to understand you're in his hands. You him in from the front, back, on top. God got you. Yes. And all things. Amen. Amen. Yes. David expresses understanding in the next life. David understands his understanding of the omniscience, all knowing God. Consider the specific words used in his writing. Search, know, and know. Search and known, discern, acquainted, complete control, him and hands. He says, Lord, you search me, and he says, you know me, you know, you have discerned, you know, in other words, you have, you're looking at every aspect of it. You are acquainted. And I look at why I did acquainted with all my ways. I uh, just received a new tool uh, yesterday. And this new tool that I was working on, first thing I did was pull out the book. Because I needed to know everything about it. And they had everything listed. This, 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 this. And so I went over and said, okay, this is what it does, this is what it does. So here are the dangers. Here's what you never do. 
etc., etc., etc. You'll start to do the battery, make sure you keep the battery up, updated and everything else. In other words, by the time I put my hand on the tube, I know. And then the more I use it, I become acquainted, get this now, yes. with all my ways. When you're trying to be slick, he knows already. When you're trying to hold out, he knows already. When you come with a broken heart, he knows already. He knows. Hallelujah. He knows. Here's our teachable moment. Question, what would, what should we do with this information? And that's where Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 come in, allow us to memorize it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge Him, and He said what? Make your pastor your direct by path. And so I think it's important that we understand that if God, if He has searched us and He knows us, then what keeps us from trusting Him? You don't have peace because you don't trust Him. And you don't trust Him because you don't know Him. So now we got to know here's the real problem. It's not because God is not able. He's the creator. And He introduced Himself and He's in our lives. So that everything, he's working everything for our good. If that's the case, then whatever our problem is, number one, let's check it off. It's not God. It's not Satan, because all you have to do is resist him. And he will flee from you. Oh, it's only three. It's almost like Hagar, you know, all right. So think about it. After a while, you stand to the song and says, it's me, it's me. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. When that happens, guess what? You move a, you move a little bit closer to the Lord. The more you resist it, you drift. You don't stand still. Light gives growth. When you're in darkness, you drift away from the Lord. I think you got that. David's overwhelming observation such knowledge, he said, is too wonderful yeah. for me. It's high, and uh, I cannot attain it. Hallelujah. Pondering the awesomeness of God's oh. knowledge and interaction caused David to declare the wonder of God's knowledge compared to his limited range of understanding. He said, such knowledge is too, he didn't say, is, is, is a wonderful, he says, too wonderful. The emphasis there, too wonderful yes, for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. It's almost like trying to explain to an ant the theory of relativity. You know, <laughs> an ant just walk right on past you get that, that crumb you laid down, okay? Because they don't understand what you're talking about. The Lord made it very clear too. And when he says, your ways are not my ways, neither my thoughts, your thoughts. As the heaven is above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. So God is in control, and he knows that it's wonderful. Yes, wonderful. wonderful Lord. Wonderful. Yes. Well, he's been patient. Let's go to number three. He observed the omnipresence everywhere of this of God. Now, when we look at this omnipresence of God, first he said, Lord, you have, known, you have searched me and known me. Lord, you, um, you know all of these things about me. It is so wonderful. He said, now, he said, I'm going to go in more detail. And he says, where should I go? Now, where should I go from your presence? Oh, from your spirit. 
Where should I flee from your presence? Oh, no, let's see. If I ascend to heaven, you're there. Yes, if I made my bed in show or on the grave, you're there. Yes. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, yes, Lord. even your hand shall lead me <laughs> and your right hand shall hold me. Remember what his said earlier? Did he hear me in? Yeah. In front? Yes. He said, I don't care where I go. Yeah. He still, I, I, I think about some of the, the, the uh, where some of the mothers are doing, I don't see too many of them now where the baby, they now learn how to walk. They put a little chain uh, on them, you know. <laughs> and, and the child is running over here and running over here. And mom still had a chain. And they fear that the child won't go too far. That's it. You know why? She knows her child by name. Where can you go where God isn't? There was a, there was a man in watermelon field, and uh, he was taking his son and showing him how to steal watermelons, and said, "I want you to be uh, on the lookout." And so the father was gathering them, and the son cried out, "Daddy, Daddy!" He said, "What? Somebody coming?" He said, "Well." He said, did you look to the left? Yes. Did you look to the right? Yeah. What about it? Yeah. But Danny, one thing. What? We failed to look up. <laughs> well, man. God look up. was looking at him. <laughs> and Danny was busted. <laughs> How many times have you been busted? Yes, look up. That's because although all of those things happen, you know, one other little bit of I was at um, Lowe's and um, I'll pick up some material because I'm doing some work in the basement. And what happened was, as I got the material, everything checked out. The guy, but on my way out, I had some boards that was over some screws that was about a dollar more than an cents. But he already checked me out. You know, blessings. You've been blessed. No, you haven't. Go back to that counter and pay for those screws. So I went back to the counter, and, um, and the guy said, is there something wrong? I said, well, in the course of your scanning, underneath here are these screws, and I need to pay for them. Why did I pay for the screws? Because my core values, my integrity, yes. in God's name, was at stake. Amen? Amen? Yeah. And so it's so important for that, 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 that happens, keep that in mind. Well, we hang in there. So 39.11, it reads as follows. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me, uh, about me be night. Even the darkness is, is not dark to you. The night is bright as day. For darkness as, is as light. He said, Lord. I can't do anything in the dark. We're just now having this, uh, well, we could, what's it called? It's not temporary. Whatever it is that you're able to see in the dark. You know? And so uh, now that they have it where you're able to wear certain glasses and you can actually see in the dark. That's right. The psalmist said, but God had it first. He moved in the darkness uh, over over the, the, uh, the waters. God did it first. And then, in order for light to exist, it had to be light. Where there's light, there's life. 
And so he said, life said, let there be light. And Jesus Christ said, I am. I am. The light of the world. Don't try to hide anything. Confess it. And keep on walking. Amen. Amen. Number four. David considered the intricate details of his being created. Now he's done quite an examination so far, hasn't he? No wonder when we get to the, the last part, we have to use a whole part of that when he says, search me, because he's gone through all of this. God is creator. The Lord, you're doing it. You know my thoughts. And I can't hide from you. Yeah. This, this is the God and Father that we have. And no wonder the Lord, the, the, the psalmist says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I We have our Lord as before us and with us. Amen. Amen. So let's look at the intricate uh, details of his being created. His tremendous, first you look at his tremendous skill. For you formed me by my inner parts and knitted me together in my mother's womb. Now when you talk about when a baby is born, here's, here's, what, here's, here's what God does. Stay with the word. Okay. Folks talk about abortion. If God aborted, then God gave it and God take it away. Praise the Lord. Other than that, God is, is, is wrong. Why is wrong? Because you cannot take what God had created. And you know what I'm saying? Show me the scripture. You'll find that it was the Lord who formed you the way you are. You know, sometimes I, I struggle with and I have to leave it to the Lord. I uh, go on the website and I uh, look at um, some of the missions and, and the children with the, with the clutch and all these other things. And, uh, and then sometimes when you look at all of that, you say, well, Lord, wow. And I, I try not to question. The Lord has a bigger plan. And I don't know anything about it. The Lord has a bigger plan for our lives. He formed, he gets it now. Not only did he form, he knitted. Which means that it's closely, remember, you better know this, it's intricate patterns are tied into one another. That some folks, it looks weird to some folks on the table, but you just wait till we finish. God has knitted us, and he's working in into our life. His sensitivity and artistic hands is another thing you observe. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful are your works. My yeah. soul knows it very well. Very well, yes. Hallelujah. His steady hands. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in the secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Wow. That's why it says uh, before, uh, before the foundation of the world, God chose us. Hallelujah. And then after He chose us, guess what? He formed us yeah. and knitted us Hallelujah. before Hallelujah. we even came forth. Yeah. That's why you're so special. That's why don't let anyone put you down and yeah. who you are. Yeah. You are someone in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His superb security. Uh, got that from the ophthalmologist. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, purity. In other words, uh, insight. You're trying to be cool. You know? <laughs> Your eyes shall see 
That's El Roy. Your eyes saw El Roy, my unborn sustenance. In your book were written every one of them. Lord, you forget about it, forget a thing. Everything has been down already. The day was born for you when as yet there was none of them. See, I have already established your days. Yeah. If you establish your days, you also establish when you're going to die. Yes, right. So you can take all the type of medicines and die your hair. You're going to die. Pick up for you because they have a song, you got to move. You got to move. You may be high, you may be low. You may be rich, you may be poor. But when the Lord gets ready for you, you got to move. You got to move. The whole idea that, this, that, that God had done this for us. There are a couple of things that are significant about this verse. One, the all-seeing Elroy, God is always focused on our living. God's eyes go through and forth in the earth. But he's looking on behalf of us who belong to him. And he also looks for opportunities when we avail ourselves so he can show himself uh, strong on our behalf. A lot of us want to look when the blessings are there, but oh, he moves through the darkness of our moments. And he's right there. Because he knows your name. And he sees you. And although you can't hear him, he's saying, shh, 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 shh. I got you. Yeah, I'll Thank you. Don't forget that. All right. Then we talk about this plans, process, and procedure was settled before any action was taken. Well, before he did any form, he says everything was written down. All right. Yeah. Don't ever tell God you made a mistake, so I'm going to change my notes. You made a mistake, so I'm going to readjust my ears. God says, why are you doing it? You're going to die anyway. <laughs> so, so the whole idea is this, that God formed you. And he's going to keep you. This is slapping the face for those who think they're one uh, particular gender when they know that God is living in That's why I say it now. Say it. He didn't change you from a he to a she. Well. He didn't she to she. That's right. Yeah. And when you die, you're going to still be a sheep. He's going to show you back. Because he knows yeah. That's right. your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Well, this is, he had a tremendous impact on his life. And that's what we got in. And we think about David and the whole idea of the tremendous impact that uh, God had on David's life. Um, it, it, it goes with the uh, with the fact that that's goodness. Um, let me go back. Okay. It says, "How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is some of them!" David realized two significant things: the Lord's personal attention, the Lord's tremendous range of kind intentions for them. If I were to count them, they are more than the same. I awake and I'm still with you. In verse 39, 19. Oh, that you would slay the wicked. 
He's looking at now, Lord, you've been so good. And here these folks acting crazy. Kill them, Lord. No, 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 no. The Lord didn't kill you, did he? Well, I, I, that's, why we, that's why we do evangelism, because you do that. So he says, oh, that you will slay the wicked, oh God. Oh, God. oh men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. What do you expect sinners to do? Know what Jesus Christ comes along and says in the New Testament? Love your enemies. Pray for them. Do good. Do I not hate those who hate you? Are you understanding my faith? Oh Lord, and do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I know what that looks like. I count them my enemies. But you see, notice the emotions. He's talking about a mighty God, what God has done, and how God has formed things, and how good God is. And then to see these folks saying this about his God, about Jehovah, Yahweh, about the Lord. He said, Lord, I just gotta get angry about something. I'm angry about this. Well, one last The effectiveness of our biblical standard will be greatly influenced by the intricate knowledge that we possess about God. Christ the Son and Holy Spirit. When we study, learn, and stand on the Word of God, we'll be viewed as conveyors of truth as examples of excellence and beacons of light in this sinful, dark, and desperate world. Our God has called and placed us in this day and time with a mission. And what are those four last words? He knows our name. He knows our name. We'll pick this up next week as we go further, but let's follow the word of prayer. Father God, I will thank you for your goodness to us. Grace your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, that you have set us down in your class of Theology 101. To understand that this universe and their saying is that it's still exploding. Yes, yes. We said that there be lights. And the folks are finding dark holes. This, this let them walk right into it and say, let them be right. Lord, I thank you. That you're the one that you say, wait, you call me God and Lord, Abba Father. The Holy Spirit have come into our lives. And we're freed up because of Jesus Christ dying for our sins. And we can say, Abba, Abba Father. Thank you for your great love. Thank you for your great care for us. Thank you for your word. The psalmist says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against me. And I pray that there would be one, Lord, that have not given their lives to you today. May this be the turning point in their lives to realize that you love them with an everlasting love. You proved it by Jesus Christ.
Christ died on the cross of Calvary for their sins. They'll recognize that they're sinners, they can't save themselves. And then to ask for forgiveness and be a part of the family. Thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in those lives. And for us as believers, we just had our refreshers course. Sometimes we're so busy in life, we leave out of the details. God, Jehovah, yeah. Father, and we leave you out of the details. Forgive us. Forgive us, Lord. And strengthen us for this day forward. In Jesus' name we pray. And I'll say so. Amen. Our next song that's uh, that'll be coming up. I stand on the wall. 